Whether it's a statement wall or a statement room, wallpaper doesn't have to be just for the brave of heart. But how do you find the prints and patterns that you won't be ripping down the next day in horror? I'm Laura Jackson, and welcome to So How Do You, your go-to podcast for practical interiors advice and guidance from industry experts so that you can create your dream home, whatever your budget. In every episode, I look at different areas within interior design. And in this episode, I'm going to be speaking to statement wallpaper officiado Laura Hunter, aka No Feature Walls on Instagram, about not being afraid to go big with your wallpaper. We'll then be chatting to interior designer Rachel Chudley about how to choose the right style and the type of wallpaper for you. Finally, we catch up with co-founder and creative director of textiles company Poodle and Blonde, Winnie Williams, about hanging wallpaper DIY style. By the end of this episode, you'll know not only how to hang wallpaper yourself, but how to choose the perfect wallpaper for your home. So how do you use wallpaper? You might have got the memo by now, but I'm a bit of an interiors obsessive. And our sponsor, Archive, has always provided me with plenty of inspiration. I've always dreamt of owning a house and used to fantasize about the interiors that it would have. After years of saving, we finally went searching for our dream home. We walked into the most perfect house, which had this Sanderson Country Trail wallpaper from 1979 in the living room. I instantly fell in love. Although this wallpaper is over 30 years old, there's something so now about the print. I've absolutely loved designing this room with my furniture against the vintage print. There is something so romantic about the history that the walls have. To my delight, I've recently discovered that the Sanderson Design Group have created a new brand called Archive that really breaks the barriers between heritage and modern. They've cherry-picked designs from their archive and reimagined them in riotous colour combinations for the ultimate maximalist look. You can find some serious interior inspiration on their Instagram at archive underscore SDG. And you can shop their reimagined designs for curtains, cushions, wallpaper, lighting. I mean, literally, that's my dream shopping list. And for a limited time, if you use the code LAURA10, that's L-A-U-R-A and the number 10, you will get a 10% discount. Great, right? You are just going to love everything. Let me know what you get. Let's start with lovely Laura Hunter. Depending on the wallpaper you're choosing, it can be a pretty big statement and often something a lot of people feel quite worried about experimenting with. After all, it's not as simple as slapping some paint on the wall and knowing that you can cover it up another day. Laura goes by the Instagram handle of No Feature Walls, um, literally does what it says on the tin. Uh, It's an account that she set up during lockdown in homage to her love for wallpaper. I mean, if people don't follow you yet on Instagram, your um, your handle is at no features walls. I mean, is this a bit of a nod to the fact that you don't have any feature walls in your house? I don't have a single feature wall, um, whether it be paint or wallpaper, actually. So it's four walls or nothing. I've, I've not gone the whole hog, so I haven't got ceilings or I know some people have wallpapered their floor, which is just mental. Um, so I haven't done any of that, but I've certainly got all my walls wallpapered. And in one room, I've got a door that I've, um, so I've wrapped the wallpaper right around, including the door of the room. So it literally looks like just complete, completely patterned the whole way around. So I, I quite like it. And um, clearly you've still got people out there that love the feature walls and that's, that's cool. <laughs> You absolutely have to go and check out Laura's Instagram. Her house is 
bloody gorgeous but I also think it shows you that you shouldn't be scared by busy prints because when you do fully commit you get some stunning results. Laura really does know how to use wallpaper to bring new life into a room so I wanted her to share how we can bring new vibes into our homes too. Laura what type of feeling does wallpaper allow you to create in a home and how what was what it created in your home for you? I honestly think from every single room and every single uh, space that you've got in your house, you can find something to suit your personality. So the feeling really in my house, it changes per room. Sometimes I feel really girly. And then other times I feel like more, you know, masculine or, you know, I I wouldn't say I've got a certain room that I want to go into at certain personality points in my life, but my bedrooms are a lot more cozy and feminine and kind of romantic feeling um and they are floral and then i've got a downstairs bathroom that's a little bit more funny and a bit more jokey and it's got pictures of victorian people farting and then the study which i'm in now is kind of like red and it feels like you know a bit sexy and a bit you know it's a bit moody and it's a bit dark and my husband spends a lot of time in here so again it's a bit more masculine it's got a bit more of an edge to it and I think all of that's actually been created by the wallpaper, just so depending on what colour I've got, whether it's floral, whether it's, you know, block pictures or line drawings, it really changes the feel of that room. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feel like you've really used it within your home to create an express personality, which I really love. What was the process for you using wallpaper in terms of how did you decide what you wanted to put where? Was it about light or size of room? So with the, I always wanted to have Morris & Co. Um, so before I had this house, I was renting and it was like my live stream to have Morris & Co, to be honest. So that was going to go in the most prominent places like the bedroom and within Morris & Co, you've got so many different colourways and patterns and you've got some thorny stuff and you've got some more silly stuff with birds and strawberries and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to have a bit of a mix um, in the bedrooms and I, I started with the wallpaper and worked out from there. And then I guess... I made a bit of a mistake downstairs, so I put in a really silly wallpaper um, in the room that I'm in now, which had like, I don't want to name the brand, <laughs> but um, it had leopards walking on it, which is the name of the wallpaper, so figure it out from there. Um, but now, at the time, I was like, yeah, it's really, you know, cool and a bit of a kind of nudge and I drink quick. And it was a playroom at the time for the kids. The kids never used it because kids never use playroom. They just want to come and sit everywhere where you are. And then I started to really resent that room <laughs> simply because of the wallpaper. I was like, I cannot be in this room. Um, so my process there was fun. It was like flawed because I just hated being in that room because of the wallpaper. So I ripped it all down. So yeah, process wise, it's a bit jumbled, I guess, is, is, is what I've learned from that, <laughs> from what I've just said there. But yeah, I, I guess the, the kind of running stream is pick something you love and, and kind of work out from there. So have a style that you love and, and then kind of, find wallpapers within that style and work out from there with your your furniture and whatnot. Would you say then try and not be too trend-led knowing that you went with a design that was kind of in that moment and then you didn't really think that it would stand the test of time? Yeah, it depends how much money you've got, how much time and whether you care about taking stuff down and putting it back up again. A lot of wallpaper is pretty uh, expensive. It's, it's, It's definitely not like the cheapest way of decorating your house because... It's, you know, the time that it takes to make wallpaper is going to be a lot more than, you know, whacking a bit of paint up and it's just more permanent. So I'd say if you're going to go trendy, make sure you've got very deep pockets because 
if if you know <laughs> in six months time when everyone's sick of the like large scale palm print uh, which is my my current bugbear, the large scale palm print. But when that when that goes out of fashion, you're going to have to um, you know take that down potentially if it irks you that much. And then yeah, you start ripping down walls and stuff, which is irritating. So go with the classics, or at least if it's not classic. So yeah, what's what's classic to someone isn't classic to others. I say it's less about a kind of heritage feel and a classic feel, and it's more just what do you like. Don't follow what's on Instagram or what such and such has got because yeah in five years time you're going to be replastering your wall when it comes to wallpaper sometimes you might be quite surprised by what you like so when we first moved into our home there was this really old vintage sanderson wallpaper in the living room it's very lived in it's a bit smoke stained and we first thought right let's just get rid of it let's just put either new wallpaper in or paint the walls but we slowly lived with it over time and now we love it and I don't think that I could ever get rid of it. It really tells a story about the house and it's steeped in such history and smoke stains that, yeah, I've, I've really, really grown to love it now. So you never know, you might be really surprised about what you're actually drawn to when it comes to wallpaper. So where do you go when you're trying to find the best places to shop for gorgeous wallpaper? I asked Laura to open her little black book and share her secrets with all of us. Well, one of the reasons why I wanted to speak to you was because you have done extensive research on wallpaper brands. So can you tell us your favourite places to to go to and why? Um, I mean, different kind of levels. I'd say uh, for someone with a, with a kind of slightly lower budget, I would say somewhere on the high street like a Dunelm. It's, I'd say, the top high street place to get wallpaper because they actually manufacture it and design it there so you kind of get this artisan feel with their wallpaper that you just don't get in other places I don't know if I'm allowed to say brand but say like a a big hardware store with an orange sign you're not going to get <laughs> you're not going to get that kind of same uh you know personal feel tailored feel that you'd get from um from Dunelm so I say Dunelm and yeah price point wise absolutely excellent you know 20 to 40 pounds you wake up on a Sunday morning with a bit of a pepping your step thinking I'm going to wallpaper my house go down to Dunelm you can get your wallpaper then I think um kind of mid-range uh, kind of known obviously Morrissey and Co and and Sanderson for your florals um and then so I've, I've done um these what I call wallpaper showcases of new designers and and loads of actually every single one that I've I've done. I've, I've, I've like, I want this in my house, but I've, I've run out. Of, <laughs> I've run out of rooms at this stage. Um, but Louise Altman, she's really great. She does a really good um, hand printed and foot printed wallpaper, which is um, interesting. Um, <laughs> so it's not. It's like this imperfect, perfect wallpaper. So it doesn't all line up, but it's it's just absolutely brilliant, and it's got a really nice little story. It's like dinner party wallpaper. Um, not the whole dinner fight you could be talking about, it, but at least the first five minutes. So that's really cool. And Annika Reed, she does really good wallpaper. And then Common Room, um, who I'm going to be doing a showcase with shortly, they use different designers and artists to make their wallpaper. So they have a kind of revolving door. So they've had Fee Greenwing, they've had um, lo- loads of various artists that come in and design two or three papers. Um, and so it's kind of like a rolling program of of artists designing their papers. So that's really great as well. Um, bit of a higher price point. That's the only thing with with the smaller designers because they're only making a few rolls or they're making them to order. So yeah, 
John Lewis is great. So if you just don't know what you want to do in terms of wallpaper and you go and have a flick through the books in there, then you're likely to find something um, at a decent price point. Can you give me any kind of top hacks and tips for wallpaper that you've learned along the way? Don't be afraid to do all four walls. And if you can't do that and you need to do a little bit because you, you can't afford, you know, four walls because obviously that's four times expensive than a feature wall. I'd probably go with like wallpaper in behind uh, bookshelves or inside a wardrobe or in drawers or something like that. So something a little bit more quirky than um, just having a, you know, standalone wall behind a fireplace, that kind of thing. I think for me personally, it's something that I would advise people to do. And then looking on eBay um, for wallpaper, if you've just got a small room, you can usually get old, old rolls. There's, like, there's some really cool Laura Ashley wallpaper on there. And obviously Laura Ashley's coming back with a vengeance at the moment. I just saw yesterday they've got the dresses out with Bathsheba um, and they've got the, the new stuff with Next and stuff. But the old, old school vintage um, Laura Ashley patterns, those like really 80s, bold floral prints so much of that on ebay um and you can get rolls of it for you know tuppence so it's really worth having a look on there and you can get some deals from america as well on there um if you're getting stuff from america just being aware that their their sizes and their wallpapers are like completely different from ours that's it really so i, I think with i think with wallpaper you just have to, it's so it's so individual and um, i think it's tricky to have kind of like one tip that works for all or one hack because it's like, yeah, what works with, with one particular brand or style of wallpaper won't work with others. So, yeah, I think just, you know, follow your heart. From one wallpaper lover to another, my next guest is a wallpaper connoisseur. It's Rachel Chudley. She's an incredible interior designer who loves using wallpaper on her projects. So she has contended with lots of different types and styles of wallpaper, some of which I'd never even heard of. She's also worked across so many projects with lots of different budgets and very different homes. Yeah, I mean, I've always really loved your use of wallpaper. What what role does wallpaper play in a home, would you say? Well, it's actually, funnily enough, I think it can play so many different roles. It really depends um, how you want to use it. I, my favourite role that it plays is creating a new world within a space. So my, my absolute favourite thing to do is to kind of hit people with a load of wallpaper in one room. So wallpaper everything in a sort of, in something that feels quite otherworldly and quite sort of mystical, maybe with some nature in it, growing up creatures in the in the, in the woods or something along those lines um, and, and sort of hit you with it. So you'll, you'll come out of a painted corridor and into some, you know, a, a room that actually feels like you've just walked into a sort of mystical wooded world. It sounds like Narnia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. That's 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 a good that's a good way of saying it. Basically, yeah, that's that's my favourite role that wallpaper plays is basically Narnia. Narnia in your house. <laughs> As I mentioned before, Rachel has worked with lots of different types of wallpaper, and with there being such a huge variation in cost, I'm quite keen to find out the differences in wallpaper and if there is a cheap versus expensive argument to be had. So what different types of wallpaper are there? So there are so, I mean, there's kind of infinite amounts of wallpaper that you can, I can tell you about. Um, 
to start off with, to try and keep it as simple as possible, you've got mural wallpaper where essentially the wallpaper comes in rolls, but it's it's continuing a, a scene throughout the room. And that's usually on the more expensive side. That's like the Gournay and those kind of big brands. And then you get repeated wallpaper, which essentially it comes in a roll and there's a pattern that gets repeated. So every every drop of the roll is essentially the same as the next. But then you've also got a multitude of fabrics, colours, materials. There's silk wallpaper, there's grass cloth wallpaper, there's there's... I mean, it's <laughs> there. There's a lot to choose from, essentially. Do you think that there is a considerable difference between an expensive roll of wallpaper and a cheaper roll of wallpaper? Do you get what you pay for? Yes and no. To be completely honest, um, it's oh, it's a really good question. I, I think it depends what you're going for. If you want silk wallpaper. I mean, there are cheaper options, but it's going to be expensive if you want it to look good. I mean, I've, I've looked around that I'm, somebody might be out there proving me wrong as we speak. But in my experience, there are specific materials that if that's the look that you're going for, you've really got to go for it. There's, you can't really, it's very, very hard to kind of fake that. But what I would suggest is, um, don't fake it. For example, if you want something silk, go for go for that and just really, really go for it. But actually, maybe think about, you know, if you if you don't have that kind of budget, think about, okay, actually, well, what can I afford? And actually, what is the best use of my money? And what is going to make me the happiest in this space? And just like you're saying, hand blocked wallpaper, it doesn't, it's not always expensive. Like, like I say, with, with the common room, um, and there's several others, which I, off the top of my head, I can't remember now, but there are, there, there, there are quite a few companies out there doing really beautiful things right now, um, who really aren't that expensive because they're privately owned small companies, um, of people and they're doing things in a really special way and they're using beautiful materials. And I, and to be honest, I, I think it's really good value for money and, not everybody wants a, a silk wall, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's horses for courses. Um, so yes, yes and no, basically to that, to that question. If budget is no option whatsoever, where are the most interesting out there places to source that kind of big budget wallpaper? Um, well, actually I would say most of the really incredible places are within the Chelsea uh, design studio within the Chelsea Design Centre. You've got examples of basically all the best kind of companies that that, that you could possibly hope for. And um, if budget is absolutely no option, again, the sky is literally the limit. I mean, you can get hand painted silk wallpaper that is actually in a completely contemporary modernist style. I've seen like an amazing um, something that that was actually like dominoes painted within the wallpaper onto silk but in this kind of I mean it was just absolutely stunning but also it just used in such a kind of interesting way like a traditional process of painstaking hand-painted wallpaper that actually you know when when it when it's on the wall it's completely cutting edge and contemporary and, and you know it's not that kind of it's not just the de Gournay kind of uber flowers and that kind of thing when it comes to the expensive stuff and actually de Gournay have started doing really interesting contemporary kind of designs and also using really bright colors I mean to be honest it is it's, it's never been like this for me but 
you know, when budget's not a not an issue um, for the projects that we do, it's kind of when I say the sky's the limit, it really is true with wallpaper. And also then, of course, you can hand paint onto special linen. So we've, I mean, there's a brilliant person that we work with called Queenie Paints, who I would thoroughly recommend to anyone who's thinking of actually getting something hand painted. Um, and she's just phenomenal. And she'll paint, I mean, she painted like a crazy in, in somebody's utility room <laughs> because we wanted to make it extra special. That it's a lower ground floor. It's in the kind of one of those little archways under the pavement that are in some of these Victorian houses in a utility room. Um, we basically painted the childhood garden of this of this client within this kind of curved space, and it's it's just brilliant and bonkers and wonderful. But yeah, it's like I say, you can you can literally create a, another world within a room in your house. But but there's also, I have to say, like surface view, for example, I've used surface view so many times and they're a really affordable way of getting a mural effect um, that you get from the really beautiful old old school wallpapers. It's It's slightly, I think essentially because it's a digital print of a mural that then you apply as a wallpaper. It's, it is a different look. You can tell that it hasn't been hand painted, but actually the effect is incredible. The price difference is astronomical. I mean, it's, it's impossible to compare. Um, and, and essentially, cause they, cause they print onto linen. It also has this, it has a really beautiful kind of texture to it on the walls. Um, so that's also what I'd recommend if budget is an issue, but you want that kind of all encompassing scene within room, have a look at surface view because there's, there's actually little that they can't do. And you can even send them high resolution images yourself that could then be turned into, um, into a mural in your home, which, which we've done a couple of times. Uh, and, and it's been really fun. That sounds Amazing. Okay, so if budget is an option and you're looking at the roles of wallpaper, where's the best place to start looking? It's it's such a good question because there are just infinite amounts of wallpaper out there. I would say if you if you love art and also budget is an issue, um, I would recommend um, Common Room, who are really lovely artist-based um, wallpaper company. They just they do really interesting wallpapers. The price is not is not crazy, and there's a couple of different small kind of art sort of focused companies like that around. But then there's also Cole and Son, who are really brilliant. Um, really, really brilliant. They've just got an encyclopedia of wallpaper that they've got, um, and it ranges from pretty reasonable to midway expensive sort of thing. I one of my favourite places ever is Schumacher, um, but I think they are probably on the expensive side. Um, but I have, but actually, no, I say that they have now branched out by themselves because um, before they were represented by other companies. So their prices have actually almost halved because they're no longer um, owned by other people within this country. Their selection of wallpaper is also phenomenal. I'd also say like the old Morris wallpapers are amazing. You can also Zoffany. Um, I mean, there's so many out there. I guess if you're thinking about where to start from scratch, again, actually the Chelsea Harbour is a pretty good place because if you go onto their website, you can search for the people that are housed within that. I would say most of the big wallpaper companies will be on that list. So you can have a look through that. But then there's also, um, you know, you can find independent 
people on Etsy and eBay. And, you know, you can find if you search for vintage rolls of wallpaper, it, it depends what you're doing. I think you have to bear in mind if that's what you're searching for, that's probably is for a couple of alcoves because the tricky thing with wallpaper is ordering enough. Basically, there should be wallpaper that you can fall in love with no matter what your budget. That's very reassuring to hear. So unless you're wallpapering a room and planning to keep it empty, you'll have to think about the furniture that's going in it. When you've gone big with your wallpaper, I mean, how do you find the perfect pieces to complement it? If you're using a lot of wallpaper in a room and kind of going all out, what do you advise in terms of like textures in the rest of the room, like your curtains or your rugs or anything like that? Like how, how do you kind of balance the wallpaper? That is a really, really excellent question because I, I think that's the chemistry of a room that really makes the room. So the first step, I would say, once you've got the wallpaper and you think, I'm going to go crazy in this room, I want a real statement, this is the wallpaper I'm going to go for, get as big a sample as you possibly can of that wallpaper. That's the most important thing. So try and see if you can get the company to give you a whole drop of it so that you can actually put it up on your wall and really think about how that is going to feel when that room is covered in it, or even when that wall alone is covered in it, then really think about, okay, is this, this wallpaper is, I would say probably it's going to be the star of the show. So let's now, the other elements that we're going to put next to it, let's choose things that actually just pay homage to it in what they're kind of doing. So rather than also go for the most extraordinary fabric curtains and the most extraordinary this and et cetera, et cetera, Really think sensitively about the parts of the wallpaper that you love and how to pick those out in the elements that you're choosing for the room. And, and it's also in terms of, you know, the chairs that you use for that room and the, and the hard materials of the table that you're going to use. How, you know, get as many samples as you possibly can, sit them in the room alongside the wallpaper and really think about, okay, do these elements, what, what are they doing to the wallpaper? Are they fighting with it or are they, actually kind of are they quite kindly sort of like helping it be it be itself sort of thing and that's that that that's what I'd say are there any rules that you live by in terms of where you should use wallpaper or are there no limits I personally have no limits <laughs> I, I mean there are so so many people will tell you things like oh don't do a feature wall or don't do this I personally think life is worth living and and I think if you if you look at your house and you're thinking, right, I've got this kind of budget that I'm happy to spend, and this is the overall effect that I really want in this room. Um, it's actually, sometimes a feature wall is a really good way of doing that because you can essentially say, okay, these are the important things to me, colour, texture, or um, some kind of interesting scene or whatever it has to be for you in particular and in that particular room. And then essentially you can then decide, deciding where you start and stop with something like wallpaper and also actually paint colours on a wall. It's such a good question. And I think it's probably one of the hardest questions when it comes to, um, to decorating. I'd say let your imagination run as wild as you can. So if you think, right, I want this effect in this room, think, OK, well, first of all, how expensive is the wallpaper that I really, really want? And then if you're in love with a specific wallpaper, well, then you could think, 
okay, maybe I'll actually just put it in the back of the bookshelves in this room. So, you know, I've got two alcoves either side of a fireplace or two little spots in my, in my, in my space that I've kind of created. Um, and actually, I'm just going to put that wallpaper there, paint the rest of the room a colour that actually just sort of sits behind it nicely. Um, and then you've still got the same effect. You know, it's, there are many different ways um, to achieve the effect that you really want in your home. And it's kind of the sky's the limit. It's just, it, it's really down to you and, and your imagination, basically. Your only limit is your imagination. I love that. Wise words from Rachel there. Plus, I think it's an important thing to have in the forefront of your mind when designing your home. I love the idea of home as a canvas for collecting treasures and have always been obsessed with finding objects for my home that feel unique, functional and beautiful. After years and years of internet searching, hunting high and low for the best homeware artisans and makers, I really struggled to find somewhere where all of these things were curated in one place. This was where the idea for Glassette began, who also happened to be another sponsor of this podcast. Last year, along with Dan, my brother-in-law, I launched Glassette, the new destination to shop all things home. Glassette is a treasure trove full of beautiful homeware from the UK's best and most creative independent brands that will not blow your budget. From artful prints for your gallery wall to intricately hand-blown glassware for dinner parties, we've considered every moment of a life well-lived at home. My favourite thing about Glassette is that you can make a wish list for practically anything, whether it's a mood board for a room in your house, a wedding registry, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd much rather a checkerboard rug than a microwave, or a shopping list for your next dinner party, and then you can share it with your friends and family wherever they are for them to shop from it too. Gift giving and receiving just got way more exciting. Head to glassette.com and follow us at Glassette on Instagram for inspiration, weekly new arrivals and interior design tips and tricks from the most stylish homemakers I know. If you know me, you know my life is a little bit hectic. At home, I've got John, two very small people and a dog. And they are not good for keeping things clean, especially the rugs. So let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Ruggable. The rugs in my house get an absolute battering from mucky paws, the kids dropping all kinds of everything everywhere, and just general wear and tear of everyday life. Let's face it, you don't get someone in to clean your rugs every other month, and they don't fit in the washing machine. But then I was introduced to Ruggable. I put a Ruggable Jonathan Adler number in the kids' room, and I haven't looked back. It easily pops in the washing machine and comes out brand new. The Sudafed stain, gone. The Calpol half spilled everywhere. No problem. Having a rug that I can clean myself, dry and put back in the kids' room with minimal effort is my kind of cleaning. Now, if only I could put the kids and the husband in there as well. If you're a busy bee like me and you're looking for minimal effort but with maximum style, then head over to ruggable.co.uk to check out their gorgeous selection of rugs. And Ruggable know I love a bargain. Yes, I do. So they have kindly offered a 10% discount to you guys if you use the code LAURA10. That's L-A-U-R-A and the number 10 on their website to get your own washable rug. Let me know how you get on. Once you've found the perfect wallpaper for your feature wall or 
all four walls. Hanging it can be quite scary, so our next guest is here to calm any of your nerves. It's Willie Williams, the founder of interior and textiles brand Poodle and Blonde. She's a self-taught wallpaper hanger and has even wallpapered a ceiling herself. Yes, you did hear that right. Winnie, you're known for your amazing prints and designs, but you didn't have a background in interiors, am I right, before launching Poodle and Blonde. So how did all of this come about? Yeah, it's been a weird journey into interiors. I um, I started out, I went to uni to do set design because I just loved the idea of like creating little worlds that you could like sit and have a cup of tea in. So went and started the degree and on my days off, I was songwriting and then sort of become... I got a record deal, become a pop star. So sort of put set design to one side for a bit, but I was still like doing the music thing. I was doing music videos and I managed to like keep doing my set design like in my own videos and stuff and sort of creating this world around being an artist. So when I quit music, I was like, I want to, I want to sort of create these worlds for other people and make people like the movie star of their own film um, and that's what I've tried to do with interiors and my brand Poodle and Blonde that I run with my friend Kira. So yeah, it's just, I love creating spaces that makes people feel like they want to get changed and like dress different and sort of just act up a bit. So yeah, weird journey. <laughs> but I mean, a weird, but a great journey. What are, what are the things that you have to take into consideration when you're designing a print for wallpaper? Well, before I met my business partner, Kira, it was, I was making some weird stuff, honestly. It was horrendous, to be honest. But I kept posting on Instagram, Poodle and Blonde coming soon, because it started out that I had, I bought a house that was original 70s, couldn't afford to do it up. So I started renting it out for photo shoots. I was like, so many people shooting in this house, I should design the wallpaper. So I started painting stuff. I was contacting all these factories and like, no one would take me seriously. And they were just like, don't bother doing this. Don't do a brand. And then I got a DM from Kira Campbell, my business partner. She was like, do you need help? You see, keep saying this is coming soon. So yeah, she sort of got everything in production for me, for us. And yeah, so for us, like designing wallpaper, she really managed to like hone me in and like make collections. So for us, when we're doing a collection, we really love that we've got a neutral when I say neutral it's like still mad but um something neutral for people a bit of a wow moment a feature wall I don't think feature walls like ever left I love feature wall I love feature ceiling but I think the main thing for us is I think it's easy to create prints on or patterns on just like your laptop or on a computer and it feels really digital and not very real so when I'm creating a print, I always like paint it on fabric or I'll hand embroider it or I just make sure there's that like realness. So when we scan that in and it becomes a wallpaper, you can like really feel the like the magic and the, the texture and the realness to it. So I think like that's what's really important to me, that there's a story and a why behind a print. As well as being the creative brain behind some gorgeous wallpaper, Winnie has completed her fair share of DIY wallpaper jobs. So if you want to avoid a lopsided wallpaper full of bubbles that hasn't quite reached the end of the wall, yep, listen up. I absolutely love that you are a self-taught wallpaper hanger because everybody that I've spoken to is like, do not hang your own wallpaper. So why why are you telling everyone that we should be hanging our own wallpaper? It was honestly just out of force. So when I moved to my house in Margate, 
had all my new wallpaper and I was like, okay, I need to get a pro in. Go on Facebook. I was like, I need a really highly skilled wallpaper here. Um, this guy comes around and I'm watching him. I'm like, this is not what YouTube told me to do, but I was like sort of checking in. And I literally found him on YouTube, like Googling how to wallpaper. And I was just so annoyed. And I was like, let me stop you there. Like put the wallpaper down. I'm going to do it myself. And I just, that's sort of how I started. And the thing with wallpaper, I think you're made to think that you can't do it or that it's really hard and the wallpaper is delicate, but it really isn't from experience. Like I've trod on rolls of wallpaper, I've got it covered in glue and it still goes up amazing. So it's definitely worth giving it a go because you can definitely do a really good job yourself. Okay, so what are your top winning tricks for hanging wallpaper so we don't get it wrong? Okay, so this tool that I've bought, which is my saving grace is called a coral one in three wallpaper tool and it's just like a bit of plastic like a squeegee in the shower and it's really good because it gets all the bubbles out you can also like use it to cut along the on the ceiling to get a really straight line um so that's my number one favorite hack and also get a paste the wall wallpaper it just makes your life so much easier so you just paste the paste straight on the wall chuck the wallpaper up so that makes life easier. I mean, that still sounds like quite scary stuff, I'm going to be honest, because I, I always think it must be about getting the kind of the patterns quite symmetrical and all lined up. Is there any kind of technical tricks around that? Yeah, definitely like get familiar with the repeat. So the repeat on a wallpaper is literally like where it meets. So each wallpaper you buy has different repeat. Um, so usually maybe it's a meter. So get to know the print where it's working and the most important thing is you want your plumb line to be straight. So in every house, even if it's a new build, the walls are not straight. And you want to start wallpapering from left to right. So you go to the left corner of your room where you want to start. Chuck it a few centimetres away from the corner of the room. Then you get your like a really long spirit level and you want to get a really dead straight line. And you know I'm wallpapering up to there. And that's where you start because otherwise... If you don't start on a straight line, your wallpaper is just going to get more and more slanted as you go across the wall. So that's very important. How do you prep a wall for putting up wallpaper? I think one thing that I've learned um, through a renovation is um, prepping a wall for paint is as, if not more important than the painted wall. Is this the same for wallpaper? Yeah, definitely. Like I've, I've made all the mistakes here. So if you've just got a newly plastered wall or even you've just moved into an old place you stripped it off the wallpaper paste will soak into new plaster or even old plaster so you get a mix of half pva glue half water so you can buy that in bulk from the shops mix that up and give your wall a coat and it just helps seal the plaster but also you know it is important that the wall underneath is not too sort of if it's got massive cracks in it and big holes in it it will show through the paper but you can you know, the, the odd little mark, sand that out. It doesn't have to be perfect as if you like use painting, but prep is very important. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's I'm not like, as hard as it sounds. How can we make sure as well that people are measuring wallpaper correctly? I mean, there is that rule, isn't there? You should always order 20% more. In your opinion, should we or shouldn't we? Yeah. Do you know what? If it's your first time wallpapering, give yourself a break, order 20% more and you can always make cool stuff with the excess. But the rule of thumb is 
In a normal sized house, one roll of wallpaper, most wallpaper comes in 10 meter drops. So one roll will do three drops across a wall. So that's a really easy way to sort of, and most wallpaper is 52 centimeters wide. So you can think, okay, I've got a meter and a half across that wall and that's a really quick, easy way. Or a lot of websites like on our website now, um, we have a calculator. So you put in what print you want and how big the wall is and it will tell you what you need. I always try and find the most eco-friendly renovation methods and I'm not sure if you guys know this or not but it turns out that some wallpapers contain plastic meaning that you can't recycle them. Poodle and Blonde wallpapers don't actually contain plastic which is great but you still might end up with leftover wallpaper and not knowing what to do with it and obviously you don't want to throw it away. So what options do we have? I asked Winnie for some savvy suggestions and of course she didn't disappoint. If people have ordered too much and they've got maybe some, I don't know, a spare roll left, what kind of creative things can they do with a small amount? I just love excess wallpaper. I've just got like boxes and boxes of it because you can make so much stuff out of it. You've got a table runner, you know, off the bat. You can make lampshades is a really easy thing to do, like wrap an old lampshade in it. Um, I just love, you know, if you've got an old wardrobe or cabinets or cupboards, you can PVA glue that, stick your wallpaper on, and there's a thing called decorator's varnish, which protects the wallpaper, but doesn't leave like a sheen on it. And, it, and that's really, really great to do. Um, Christmas decorations, it's just endless. I love it. If people have been motivated by this chat, Winnie, to put up their own wallpaper, are there any websites they can visit or people um, on YouTube doing tutorials which you think would be very helpful? I, When I first started looking, I think there's so many really great YouTube videos. I just sort of did a general, you know, the top three or four. And you sort of get the gist of it, but a lot of it is just trial and error. And just don't be scared. The thing with wallpaper paste, it washes off, it wipes off. Paper's really sturdy, a lot sturdier than you think. And also just when you're cutting it, always cut it bigger than you think you need because you'll always do a rogue cut thinking you're saving time and you'll just ruin a whole strip of paper. Um, and it's just like about taking your time, like put some music on, get the snacks in and just make a nice day of it and enjoy it. Those that follow me will know how fraught life can be, but I've got the perfect solution for living a little bit calmer, and that's by our sponsor, Grass & Co. Life can sometimes feel quite overwhelming, if I'm honest. However, I've been enjoying how Grass & Co. premium CBD oil has really helped calm the noise of everyday life. CBD is a natural extract of the hemp plant, which is both legal and non-intoxicating. Grass & Co. deliver the highest quality CBD infused with absolutely delicious naturally sourced botanicals. There are three ranges, Calm, Rest and Ease. My personal favourite right now is definitely the Calm range. It blends CBD with ashwagandha, chamomile and mint with vitamin B5 that helps support mental performance and relaxation. Personally, the way that I've worked this into my routine is to take a few drops of the CBD oil and put them under my tongue in the morning to prepare me for the day. It's really helped me stay calm and more focused. 
I might even add a few drops at night as well to help drift me off to sleep. But they've got this amazing pillow spray that's got some wonderful tranquil aromatherapy scents that do help drift me off most nights. Now for the good bit. So Grass & Co have offered listeners to this podcast an exclusive 25% off their order via their website using the code LAURA25. What a deal. Listen, you just got to go to the website, grassandco.com and put in L-A-U-R-A and then the number 25 to start your own karma journey today. Honestly, I can't wait for you guys to try it. Some amazing tips from Winnie and hopefully you might feel inspired to put your overalls on and start putting up that wallpaper carefully, of course. I hope this has been a helpful guide to choosing wallpaper and doing a good DIY job of it yourself. And hopefully if you are doing the DIY route, it's not as scary as you once thought. There are three things to remember with wallpaper here. Always order a bit more than you think that you need and get samples, a full drop if you can, so you can really get a feel for it in the rooms with your furniture. And finally, remember that your imagination is your only limit. If you want leopard print wallpaper on all four walls, go for it. For more advice, make sure you check out our Instagram page at So How Do You Podcast. And remember to listen to all of our other episodes if you want expert advice on making sure you're choosing the right paints and colour schemes or how to make a statement with beautiful tiles. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Laura Jackson and that's how you wallpaper your home. 